single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. That's what I was saying. At first, I was like, I didn't pay for four months either. Because I'm like, well, why should I pay if I don't have to? Right. I'm just, what if I left or something? I'll just I open up a separate savings and put it in there. Yeah. And then if I got to pay it, I'll pay it. But then I was reading, yeah, you have to pay it back in payments and all this shit. I'm like, you know what? I don't want this like looming over my conscience. Right. right. That's exactly Thinking right. all the money I owe. Plus with me, it's like we got roommates and it's like I got to trust them not to spend their half. Oh, I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah. Like, Who do you pay. live with? Um, do I know that? Jeffrey Burner. And, oh, yeah, uh, I know that. And then it's two comments from San Diego that you probably don't know. And they moved up to LA? Yeah. Right T- before Ta- COVID or Tatiana something? Tatiana Swiskitsky and uh, Dante Cordova. Yeah, so yeah, we all roommates. I mean, and, but they got jobs. They got like regular jobs. They got jobs during all this? What are their jobs? They had jobs. Um, one of them works at like Lowe's or something, and the other one works at a storage place. Okay. So just shitty jobs. Yeah. I mean, dude, like it sounds fucked up, but I don't think I don't think I could go back to that. No? But you you what if you have to? I mean, if I had to, I think that Not I, that you will. You're you're doing very yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, if I had to, I would, but it would it would be more miserable than it was the first time. Right, because you're like, man, for four years I just did comedy, and yeah, then, like or whatever. I, like after after I got after I got fired from the store, I was like, I'm ne- I will never work another minimum wage job if I can help it. You and know? then you, but you were still working after you got fired from the store for the uh, the veterans place, right? I, no, I was living there. You were li- oh, but not working. I thought you were working there. No, you weren't no, working there. No, I was living there. I oh, so the store there. was your only job. Yep. Got it. Okay, so you haven't had a job since the store. Yeah. Well, people Pretty thought cool. I worked there just because I would I would collect clothes at the store and take it there. Uh huh. You, know you were mean? just being nice. Right. Right. It was just, yeah. I mean, I was. No, nice. I don't know why I thought I worked there. I, got, I, I don't think anyone told me that. Donations. For some reason, I, oh, so you were living there, and then how did that work did they just give you a free place to stay because you're a veteran or a discounted place yeah well it what it was was like you get the place to stay and they, they call it a per diem mm-hmm. and like and, and you get you get two of them for in your life basically so it's like oh so if you're a veteran they're like hey you have two chances not to be homeless right and how long are and those? you can actually get more if you you know appeal depending on the circumstances like if you lose your mind or something you know and how long did you get the free place for. Well, when I when I moved in there, it was two years. So you get two two year sessions. No, it, it varies because basically what it is is like the VA doesn't own the place or, mm-hmm. or operate the place. It's just that the, the, you know some nonprofit like makes a grant proposal, and depending on the terms of the proposal, it could be two years, it could be six months, it could be nine months, and they got they have to say like explicitly what they're going to do, like with gotcha. the program, because this place was like all one stop shop. It was like it was like rehab, um, you know, home, you know, anti-homeless shit. Um, so you had to keep them updated with how you're trying to get out of that place. You had to no, be no, like, today I worked. No, 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 no. Well, they they have to keep the VA updated in what they're doing to help you get out of that. Got place. it. But you have to, there. You had to like because they get paid per day. That's why they call it per diem. They get paid per day per veteran. So every day you wake up, you got to sign this book saying, "I slept here last night," basically. Interesting. And then, and then every month they turn in those signatures and get paid. So what if you crashed at a girl's house one night? 
Did they care? You you have to get a pass. Oh, you, you, so you, it was you, like you can't leave. You can't leave because if you leave for more than forty eight hours, they can give you a bed to somebody else. Got it. But oh, so you could leave for twenty four one night, but you not could, two. You, you could leave. You could leave for up to forty eight hours if with a pass. You know, and Got I, it. you know, you know, I, you get to massage it a little bit, like because see, I before I got there, only one other comedian had ever stayed there. And, Who was the other one? Um, I don't know if I want to put his business. Oh, okay, no worries. Yeah, I didn't but it was but like but but so it, it but it, and, and the thing is, he, the case manager he had, you know, was was down with it. But I had a different case manager, so like I had to convince her that. I was legitimately doing stand up as for money and not just out fucking getting fucked up every day. Oh, the first one wasn't as wasn't a, the most legitimate comedian. No, no, he was a legit comedian, but it's just that the guy he convinced was just more easily convinced. Oh, got it. Whereas, oh, yours was like, come on, that's not a job. Right, right. Yeah, welcome to LA. And you're like, no, 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 for real. No, for real. Like I, I work do at this the comedy professionally. Store. Oh, yeah, 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 you do it so well, you homeless, huh? Yeah. It was that kind of shit. Yeah. So um so when I got the when I got the job at the store, that kind of made it a little more legitimate. But then I had to, I still had to take, you know, because there was also a curfew, mm-hmm. and so oh, and you had to get home every night at three right. a.m. No, no, the curfew was the curfew was ten ten p.m. Damn, that's early. Yeah, but so but I had to get an exception because I'm do stand up right. And yeah. it's like all that kind of show. So she gave me the exception, but I had to take a breathalyzer every time I walked in. And you smoke weed, right? Not no. not during that time. You didn't. Okay. No. Which which is kind of fucking stupid because I was so afraid to get caught because they'll because you if you get if you pop a piss test yeah you're out of there you're gone that day that yeah. day and so it was like but then but the t- but then towards the end so I went the whole two years almost I went like I was there like a year and like ten months uh-huh. and that and like the last six months a dude came in there and I mean. This dude smelled like weed all the time. He looked high all like he was definitely high all the time. Yeah. And they could they just and they knew it and they couldn't do it. They would like randomly search his room, give him pop up piss tests. It's like and he passed it every time. And, and what do you think he kept like one of the fake penises on his leg? What, oh yeah. What I what not I even worth it, dude. I didn't realize that that worked. No. Yeah, but it's not worth it to have to strap a dick to your leg all the time to smoke weed at least for me i'm like i like yeah, weed but yeah to I'm me not it, gonna... to me it wouldn't work it was like i don't want to yeah. i don't want to get high so bad that i'm homeless you or know the, I mean? well that too obviously but even to keep a yeah. fake pee on you all the time that's Look, annoying i remember one time some comics dropped me off and one of them was drinking a, a, a tall boy in the car and he was like yo can you throw this away for me and he handed it to me but the, but the way i grabbed the bag it like spilled all over my oh arm. no yeah, and I fucking threw it away when I walked in, and, and I didn't realize I smelled so strongly like beer. But it was a big deal. Like the dude made me take like two or three breathalyzers. He did not believe me. I was like, no, no, no. What happened is I was throwing it away for somebody yeah. to spill. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, because the thing is, it's so many addicts there. Right. It's like when you're dealing with addicts, they always lie. Right. Know? So totally. It's just one of them things where. But you ended up convincing him after the breathalyzers. I mean, it wasn't shit he could do. Yeah. You know, even if I was lying, you know, yeah, I passed yeah. the breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah, you know so. what I mean? Yeah. So that's so interesting. I didn't. So I didn't realize the place was kind of like that. So when you lived there, did you hate it because of those kind of restrictions? You have to get a pass. You had to get all these exemptions. You couldn't drink or smoke. Yeah, or I mean, honestly, that that wasn't really the shitty part. The shitty part was. That we had these, it was like these group sessions. Mm-hmm. So you you had like a, you had like a weekly sheet you had to do, but uh-huh. it wasn't always therapy. Like some of it was like 
cognitive behavioral therapy. Some of it was like, like the first thing in the morning, it was like breathing, you know, stretching, like being present, you know, then it, some of it was like financial management. It was like, mm -hmm. but it was, they were, they were like three or four. They're trying to teach you how to be an adult. Sounds like I think what it really there are a lot of fuck ups there. What it really was is, I mean, some people wanted to legitimately help, but the truth is, it was required. It was like part of their contract with the. They VA. need to say, look at all the things we're doing for these people. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. you have to go to X amount of them, and you got to mm -hmm. get a signature, mm -hmm. and and the, and they were they were they were two to two and a half hours a piece, you know, with and there were three or three or four of them a, a day, and you had to go depending on what level you were, you had to go to X amount of them every week, mm -hmm. and so it became like it a job kind of right. It, be, yeah. it felt like I had a second job, but mm -hmm. I, that I wasn't getting paid for. Right, even though I mean I was I guess I was living somewhere for free, but it was yeah. like but it felt like I was just it was like it was like if I had a gig and uh, one of those and one of those and a shift at the store. Yeah, it was just like I, it was like I'm not even sleeping. I feel like I'm working two two jobs. Right, and you know I'm just, all I'm doing is going going to work. Now coming home, I get sleep. why you would no show no call no show. Yeah, I was exhausted, and I was yeah. and, and at the time too, I was already having sleep problems. Like I couldn't sleep, or mm -hmm. I would not get any good sleep, and I had sleep apnea, and it was like it was just oh, it was a lot, man. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a. So, what was the room like? Did you share it with a bunch of other people? Did you have your own room? No, the way it was was like when you first move. When you first moved in, you sh you shared with an, an one one other person. Okay. And and then that room's connected to another room, and and through the bathroom. So you share a bath. So one bathroom for four people. One bathroom for four people. But that's when you first got there, waiting mm -hmm. for one of the single rooms to open up. Got it. Then you would have a single room where you shared a bathroom with another. Oh, that's pretty good. Room. Yeah, it was good. Well, depending on who you got who you got paired True. with. True. Yeah. yeah. Was did was there anyone there to clean the bathroom, or you had to clean it yourself? No, you had to clean it yourself, and it, you got inspected. It was inspections. Oh, good. I mean, not good, but to me, it would be good because I'm clean. So it'd yeah. suck if I was sharing a bathroom with someone dirty. Well, I got lucky because I had I had my my uh, my head mate was like a. He was like a neat freak. He would just don't eat, don't good. don't clean. I'll clean. You know. I'm wow, like, all right. really nice of him. Yeah. And was it all? You were in the Marines, right? Yeah. And was it all Marines? Or no, it was it was all everything. Actually, I don't think there was any Air Force people there. But that's it. Every other so every other branch. Any yeah. branch with just a little bit of manliness. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know what that's what that because there were there are homeless Air Force people, sure. but very few. Right, because I don't know what the, I don't know why I don't know what it, it is. I think it, I know what it is. Uh, the Marines. I mean, I've never been in the military, so I'm just this is me, my dumbass with my blank theory. But the Marines and the Army, it's a experience in your life. It's a big thing. Going to boot camp is hard. Some would say traumatizing. You go to war, you see gun battle. Who knows? I, Air I, Force is kind of like, eh. You just had corporate job for well a while. yeah i mean i think the air force is less likely to have some kind of mental trauma yeah after the fact but but honestly what i really think it is is that they're less likely to be to have any kind of trauma beforehand so it's like they're more way more discerning of who they let in the air force where it's oh, like oh they're stricter on who right, they let the type in. of people that end up in the marine corps or the army are Anyone the recruiter can get in, the right? Army or the right. Well, well, it's just like those are the people that come from places where like they don't have a lot of options. Not everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people are sure. like, I love America, and my dad mm -hmm. was, you know. But but most people are like, you know, people I, who have yeah, fucked like, up past or right. or poor. Like I joined because I was like, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here, out of this fucking place. Where were you, know? you from originally? I'm from D.C. Maryland. Maryland. Okay, PG County. Cool. Yeah. And they, and they and I but I was in foster care, so I was like, I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of. 
You were in foster care your whole life? Yeah. I Not my whole that. life, or, but most uh, of it, yeah. From, like, what age? From, like, 7 to 18. Man, I don't know anything about you, and I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 7, 18, wow. Um, were your, your parents were just not there? No, it wasn't even like that, honestly, because <laughs> they were they were both around, you know. So why why didn't they take care of you? Um, this is coming from you well, know, various with reasons. Parents who are still together and yeah, yeah, various reasons. But 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 in reality, it was just like um, um, you know, my 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 mom disappeared when I was young because she was young, like she was a kid when she had me. Or she was like, I think she was 18 when she had me mm-hmm. and 16 when she had my brother. Damn. And, but she was living with her mom and her mom, her mom was dating this like abusive guy, it, you know, this pattern of it. And so she, she left. To get away from that abusive guy. Right. Cause she yeah. couldn't stand, like she, cause she, she ended up um, burning one of the motherfuckers, you know, and it was. It burning just got to, the abusive guy? Yeah. Yeah. She, Jesus. she burned him with an iron. Holy shit. My mom don't fuck around, bro. <laughs> but, but it was Are like. Are you cool there now? My mom? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But but I'm I'm just saying she left because mm-hmm. she didn't, she couldn't take. Yeah. You know. So then my, you were in the house with the grandmother, with your grandmother well, and the abusive guy. I don't remember the guy, but but mm-hmm. I mean he, you know, he eventually moved on or whatever. But yeah. and because my grandmother would have never let him do nothing to one of us, you know, yeah, because uh, he never he never hurt her children, mm-hmm. but she would just take their abuse. And my mom was like, I ain't putting up with that shit. You yeah. can put up with that shit, mom, but. Like if the motherfucker put his hands on you again, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? It was that kind of shit. So she that's how that happened. But then we ended up being taken from our grandmother, you know, because you know, because of like family squabbles and shit. And then But that means so uh what's it called? What's the organization called that takes people away? Child Protective Services. So was it Child Protective Services yeah. that took you away? Yeah. Do you remember that day? I do, yeah. That sounds so do you mind sharing that story? That sounds um Intense. Yeah, I mean, no, no, it, it wasn't really that intense. No. It was just that someone called and said we were home alone because we were. Uh huh. And I answered the door because I thought that who was it? Could be no, because up. because back then they would do this shit in school where basically, you know how the you know how the dare shit the cops would come into school and and, mm-hmm. and and at least where I was from, um, they would call every cop officer friendly. That, that's what they would say to the kids. So if you if you was a kid and you asked the cop what their name was, they would say officer friendly, you know. And so the cop knocked on the door, you know. And even though they we were told not to open the door, he was like, "It's officer friendly," you know what I mean? It was just it was just a fucked up I way to. Tr- yeah, never had that. I was never taught about officer friendly. Yeah, that's what. They, yeah. yeah, man, it was some underhanded shit. And Wait, I, so you're saying don't open the door because you don't know who it is? It could be a right, predator or like, something, bro. Like, uh, but uh, if they say it's officer friendly, <laughs> let them in. Right, like ask any of your latchkey kid friends. It's like their instructions were always the same. Like, don't open the door for nobody unless it's officer friendly. No, no, oh. anyone. I'm talking about my grandma's instructions. Oh, like, got it. Because we, you know, because she had to work two jobs to like take care of two uh-huh. kids. You know what I mean? So it was like she ain't gonna be home when we get home. We gonna right. walk, we walk home from school. You know what I mean? It was that kind of shit. So it was like, yeah. and don't you open the fucking door for nobody. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Nobody, even me. You know, it was that kind of shit. Wow. But, so you were a little kid though, and he's like, "It's officer friendly. Let me in." Yep. And you're like, all right, so you let him in. Yep, and then they took us out of there. Um, but did, I mean, were you like, I don't want to go? Or were you just like, oh, I'm a kid, it's what? No, no, they, I remember them taking us down to the police station, and I remember my grandma coming to the police station fucking fired up, dog. I thought they were going to lock her ass up. She was, she was angry. She was pissed. She wanted her kids back. Yeah, man. Yeah. She was real pissed because it was, because it's like, 
because it's just a way for them to prey on poor people. It's like everybody on that block, kids was home by themselves for some, at least for like an hour or two. Yeah, every day because it's like that to we me, poor motherfucker. Even rich people, uh, you know, not all the time, but my yeah. parents had money, and I would sometimes I would get home and they'd be at work still. Right, and it's like it's and in so a technic- it's technically illegal. How old were you? I think I was. I think I was six or seven. Okay, but <coughs> I didn't even know that was illegal. To be honest with you, yeah, to it's, be it's at home for a few hours. Yeah, I is. didn't realize. Wow, totally illegal. Yeah, but 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 again, it's illegal. It's just a way to fuck with poor people, right? You know. But, but why? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but fucking with poor. I'm just trying to understand it. Why do people want to? F- fuck with poor people and spend money on taking you away from your grandmother for that. No, it's one of those things where, because I experience this a lot in, in the military, right? Where it's one of those things where it's like, it's at my discretion whether to enforce this. Mm-hmm. And so if you're somebody that I should so happen to want to fuck over, right. then you broke then you broke and the rule. they see that the living conditions aren't the best because you guys are poor and they're like, let's, let's, in their heads they think they're saving you, but they're not. Um... I don't know what they think, man. Honestly, because because it, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like they didn't. So they didn't take us that from her. We we just we end up moving in with our aunt, you know, and then she. But probably because they said you're you can't live with your grandma. Not it's not like your grandma was like, hey, why don't you go live with your aunt? Childhood yeah, services like I you think, can go with your I aunt. Think, or I nobody. think it was some shit between them. I think it was, you know, because someone called mm-hmm. and said we were by ourselves. You know, I think it was yeah. something between them, but. Uh, but then, but she couldn't afford to keep it because she already had kids. So she was like, "Nah, I can't have all of a sudden have four kids." Right. So yeah, then she it's a big thing. Now. So then she put us in foster care. Uh-huh. Right, and it was that kind of thing. And 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 by then, you know, and, and then are you still cool with your aunt? She passed. Oh. But yeah, I was cool with her. Like, I mean, I I, don't, I stopped holding grudges because I was an angry fucking child, man. Because you were being shoved around through the foster system or what do you think it was that made you so angry um i think that i think honestly i think it's just that i was too smart for my own good you know and i needed things to make sense i'm still like that and when you're a child a lot of times adults feel like they have this power over you and they're telling you what to do and you're like that doesn't make sense. Right. They feel like they don't have to explain I had a real problem you. with authority you, because of that. Yeah. And so I, I just got so, and it's like, sometimes it's like, you're up, you're moving. It's like, what? Why? Everything's going great. I didn't even, I didn't even do, get in trouble. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like somebody else would just decide mm-hmm. what was better, you know? And it's like, I just, I was just so pissed about like having no control, you know? Right. And, and, because uh, you're a kid. Yeah. So then yeah. I was just like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. What kind of things, rebellious things, did you do as a kid that some that um, back then you were considered a bad kid for? Angry I shoplifted things? a lot. Like, uh, what you steal? I anything. CDs. CDs. That seems like the go-to. Yeah, thing. I stole. I stole a lot of CDs. I would sell them. At, I would sell them at lunch, at school. I would sell the CDs. And did you get caught eventually? I got caught a couple times, but I got. But I. I got away you way, way more than I got caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. In fact, I, it's crazy to me that it was so easy. Even now, I mean, I steal stuff from Home Depot sometimes. Uh, uh, I'll go through the self checkout line with like, let's say five hundred dollars worth of shit, and I'm making that number up, and I'll scan like a two by four, but I'll have ten two by fours, and I'll just uh, walk yeah. out with the rest. I do shit like that sometimes. Yeah, fuck them. I don't, and <laughs> you're just like, well, I, don't. I just, you know, I don't have a lot of money and yeah. I save any way I can. And I'm like, who am I screwing over here? Yeah. I'm not screwing an individual. It's not a mom and pop shop. 
and screwing over a public company. I don't feel good about it, but it's I don't feel that bad about it either. I don't feel anything about it. <laughs> well, <'cause, laughs> yeah, I, don't, I feel nothing. Sometimes I'll walk around Ralph's while I'm grocery store shopping, and I'll take a chocolate milk from the refrigerated section, and I'll drink it while I shop. And then when I finish it, I'll just put it back up on the <laughs> shelf. See, I'm not that bold. I'm not that bold. <laughs> no, one, no one says anything because if they say anything, you could be like, oh, I'm going to pay for it. Or you could say, I brought this in here. Well, you know, I, I lived in um, I lived in Portland for a little while, like back in like 06 or something. And uh, and there was a grocery store the one closest to my house that, it was so fucking dope. But you could taste anything in the store. Oh, it just that was allowed. You just yeah, you just yeah. had to ask you just had to ask one of the employees, hey, I've never tried that. Can I try that? And it and literally anything. Not like not like Whole Foods samples. Like mm-hmm. they would they would take a soda out of the pack and open it up and give it to you. That's nice. Yeah, man. And see so you go up there and load up or no? No, because like you couldn't go crazy. You know, right. you, you couldn't you Yeah, know, it'd be weird. But it was just like, yeah, you can have one of anything. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Kind of like, uh, well, not like Costco samples, but yeah, that's just cool. Because I, I think the way they saw it, especially like, because um, that was the first time I had salmon jerky. Shit was bomb. <laughs> but it was like, I think their attitude was like, yeah, we throw a lot of this shit away anyway. Yeah, and yeah, we'll waste a dollar giving you a sample, but hopefully you'll walk out of here spending 20 bucks and, and we made $10 off Which here. is what happened all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's smart. Trader Joe's does shit like that too. You're like, hey, can you try, can I try that? And I'll open it up and let you have some. Really? Mm-hmm. You oh. do that at Trader They won't give you the whole thing. But if it's if there's a bag of a snack you haven't tried, they'll open one up and give it, and then they'll just pass the rest around. Oh wow! Good little trick. I gotta take it. No, the I tricks tra- to the trade. Trader, Trader Joe's just opened up by me. Oh yeah, those are good. That means you live in a nice neighborhood. Does it? Yeah, Trader Joe's don't open up in shitty neighborhoods. Really? Uh huh. Yeah, they. I forget, I listened to a podcast on them, and I think the medium income around a Trader Joe's has to be a certain amount for them to open up. Something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they don't open up in bad neighborhoods. Yeah, my, my Trader Joe's is the one where that lady, that lady that like threw a fit about her mask. It was oh, the, really? It was that Trader Joe's. Hilarious. Yeah. See, I, I'm i an anti-masker. You're anti-mask. Yeah, I think it's bold. I don't think we should have to wear masks if we don't want to. I do. I'm morally against it. But that being said, I still wear the mask. I don't give a shit. It's like, it's not worth me. It's not, you got to pick your battles. Well, the thing is, but I think, I think th- these people though, the problem isn't really the mask, right? It's it's that you went to a Trader Joe's, you had your you took off your mask, and you had your friend standing there filming it, waiting for somebody to say something to you. Oh, it was that type of lady. Yeah, she did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, she did it for clout. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, and that's negative. That's bad clout. She doesn't look good I doing think, that. I think some people don't. I think some people don't. They're not. They're not thinking about that. You they know, just, it's like clout's clout. <laughs> Bad press is good press. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's the that's the dark side of social media, where it's like, I think it it kind of lulls people into this pattern of thinking all attention is good attention. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you'll get likes and shares even if you did some dumb shit. You know. Yeah, it's I don't even I don't remember his name. I don't want to say his name because I want to give him attention. But there's some guy from Chicago who has a podcast where his whole podcast is shitting on other comedians and their podcasts. So he'll take clips and he'll be like, oh, today we're going to talk about this person. They suck. Look at what they did, blah, blah, blah. And he has tons of followers. It's just nothing but hate. It's and a negative. comedian? I don't think he's a comedian. I think maybe he used to do comedy or something. Oh, I think I know who you're talking uh, it's about. It's called, uh, like... I think I've seen something like that, yeah. And his whole thing is just shitting on 
comedians and it's so negative and gross when i watch it i'm like god this guy's such a fucking loser but he has a following from it like he's probably making a living yeah, doing that yeah that's i don't know if i could i don't know if i could because it's probably affecting his health and shit it could be you know i don't know i don't know the, I mean, the negative energy it depends if it's a if it's a if it's an act then I mean, he's good, even probably. if it is an act, though, it's still so negative and mean. And I know comedians who are negatively affected by it. Who yeah. he talks, who he ta- he'll, you know, he'll rip on them for thirty minutes and talk about how how much they suck and make shit up about them. And they're like, "Fuck this guy," you know, gets to you. Oh, he'll just make up stuff. I, uh, part of it is, yeah. yeah he's see, just so I, negative. Well, why not just not pay attention to him? Easier said than done. Uh, it's kind of like uh, I don't know if you do you ever get negative comments about you on you any of your videos or anything uh, like i'm sure it's for the most part positive but i'm sure have no, you, you, not really i mean well, sometimes, so I get haters sometimes people like sometimes people if they think like if it's something political or something people will come and say but i just i just delete their comment <laughs> just, yeah on my own personal stuff i delete them but for example yeah. the laugh factory posted a video of me or when i go on theo's podcast something like that i'll get there's haters not i think it's mostly positive but get a decent amount of haters and oh, yeah. and it's easy to go ah fuck them they're losers they're hating on you on the internet yeah i know you're right but still i'll read them sometimes and i'll be like damn it ruins yeah. my day i mean i catch myself reading them sometimes and like and the only time it really gets to me if it's if, if it's something that's accurate <laughs> you know but it's accurate to the person writing it if they're like you look like or like if it's something that's true that yeah. hurt, that that can hurt but yeah but i I just don't read that many. I just, you know, I might skim through it. I've, I'm better about it. Now, the last time I did the the podcast, Theo's podcast, I just didn't read any of the comments. Oh, yeah. See, I I, I obsessed about it. Like, the first time, like, when I got on, on Spade, uh-huh. the, I read every single comment. Sure. It's fun. It, yeah, yeah. And they were mostly so, positive. Yeah, and and, most were positive. And they're like, oh, that feels nice. And then I think the first time I, got, I was on your mom's house, I read all those comments. But then after a while, it, it was like, I realized, like... The 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 positive and the, the negative and the positive stuff doesn't mean anything. No, you know, no, I mean, right. it's it's out there, and if you watched it, you watched it, and if you didn't, you know, it's like, it's like not, because it because if you if you pay attention to the positive ones, you or the negative ones, it's like it begins to be right. It's either going to inflate your ego or it's going to make you feel bad about yourself. One but, of the two. But even more so, your self worth gets wrapped up in the feedback you get from strangers, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like How right. often do you watch someone even if you really like it and comment and go, "I really enjoyed this person." I almost never, never. comment on. It. There's people I love that I watch every day. You know, I'm obsessed with this with this steak guy. I watch every video. The guy uh with Go- the Google. the glue, the slick back hair and the ponytail no, who no. cuts up steak? Salt Bay? Fuck no, 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 no. This guy's name Guga. Oh, Guga. Yeah. I thought you said Google it. No, Google. His no, no. His name's Guga. Guga is like Brazilian or something. But he makes, he makes, he sous vide stuff and makes steaks and like show, does experiments and shit. Do you do that stuff as well from watching him or no? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've only made steaks. I haven't made any other stuff. But I've, he's definitely up my steak game like a thousand percent. And is that something you do if you're on a date? Or mostly for yourself. I have, I have done it on a date. Yeah, yeah, because that's probably a good, yeah, good little trick. Because it's fancy too, especially if mm-hmm. you, if you cook a sous vide. Because most people sous vide is the one with the bag and the right. yeah. the needle that gets it to the perfect temperature. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. And fancy. you can make like steakhouse type steaks at home. Now, do you do you cook it to the perfect temperature and then put it on the grill? I cook it to a certain temperature, then I sear it. Yeah, yeah, and then you sear it. But I, I'm still I'm still working out the best ways to do that because I because I've I've seen even other stuff where some people have they have like a like a machine um, that that's specifically to 
cooked steaks, mm-hmm. and it's like a broiler. But from both sides, you just you clamp the steak in and put it in, and it fucking just puts like you know it's like it goes up to like five hundred degrees. And then they don't sous-vide it. No, or they still sous-vide no, they just sous-vide. it just cooks. And what about seasoning? Do you do you uh, marinate your steaks? No. Yeah. No, I keep it simple: salt, pepper, salt, fresh black pepper, and garlic powder. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And if it, and it but if it's a real, real nice cut mm-hmm. of meat, then I just do salt and pepper. I don't do garlic powder. Oh, because garlic pepper, garlic powder kind of masks. Yeah, I mean, like if you get if bit. you get like a real expensive, like a real nice, you just want to enjoy that. Yeah, you want the flavor of the steak. Yeah, but, no steak sauce. Um, no, never. I, I I do have a sauce that I make sometimes, but not, you make your own sauce. Yeah, so you're kind of you're a cook. No, a bit. no, huh? just that. I just I do steak and potatoes and this sauce and those that's my whole. I stopped eating red meat. I'll eat it if, for example, if I went over to your house and you were cooking steak, I would eat it. But I stopped buying it and I stopped ordering it because I watched this documentary on Netflix, Leonardo DiCaprio's doc, and he talks about how. What's it called? Uh, I forget. But if you Google Leonardo DiCaprio documentary, and he basically talks about how beef and cattle are ruining the planet with global warming. Just all the... Oh, was this Forks Over Knives? Was it that? No, wasn't. It was mostly about global warming. Here, I'll find it real quick. That's yeah. like Jeff Bezos. Man. So rich. I'm telling you, man. Some, some, either, like, that motherfucker's going to end up being like an emperor. Like... He kind of is, right? He's I, emperor of Amazon. No, I mean, I mean, because, I mean, think about the fact that, like, he, he, he could easily have his own private military. Probably at least has a security team for sure. Oh, he definitely has. Do you remember? Team. Were you working at the store when Elon Musk came? Mm-mm. There was one night Elon Musk was watching in the main room, and he had so there's the Comedy Store security, and then there was Elon Musk security. There was like four or five Elon Musk guys just standing in the main room, watching, and he's worth a hundred billion, I believe. Mm. So way less than half of Bezos. It was pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of those motherfuckers is gonna flip evil. I'm telling you. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, the closest thing, what would someone argue is the closest thing to an evil emperor, Donald Trump? I don't know. No, because, I mean, kind of, sort of. But Some he, people would say that. But his his power comes from the fact that he's the president. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, that can be taken away or curtailed theoretically. But Jeff Bezos, cause, because... It's just power. Because here's the thing. Money. His ego allowed him... To run for president, but the but rich people that are smart know better than that. You, there's no billionaire that wants to be the president of the United right, States. Right, they want to lay low. Well, it's like you can you. There's nothing you get from that. You already can do whatever you want. The law doesn't apply to you. Like you remember when um, when Congress wanted to talk to Jeff Bezos, he was like, "Nah." I didn't even know that. Yeah, that, like it was it was a big deal that they because the, because they talked to they talked to them all Amazon, Apple, and. Um, Facebook. And, and Facebook. And I think, actually, I think Jeff Bezos wasn't even there. But, you know, but it's like it, they had to all agree to do it before he would do it. Wow. So that's why it all happened on the same day. But he, but they would, they would subpoenaed him. He was like, no, I'm good. I'm a trillionaire damn near. Look at Epstein. I've, I, I opened my shit today because I have, you know, I got I get my little news feed or whatever. And one of the things was like Jeff Bezos is now the richest man that's ever lived. Wow. Right, and I think the and he gave half of it to his ex. Oh no, he didn't give her half. Oh well, he lot. gave her a nice little chunk though. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was half. Okay. Nah, he gave her. He gave. You know, I don't know what exactly the specifics, but but he gave her like. Because didn't after the divorce, she was instantly like 
the fourth richest woman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the she, richest was, woman. she became one of the richest women in the world, yeah. and he was still the richest man in the world. And she still has her Amazon. She has a part, she has a lot of Amazon stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he just he, like I'm telling you, man, he's going to become so powerful that they can't control him. They already can. No, he's already powerful enough. Yeah. When you're that rich, bro. And I forget, I forget. But also, when you're what could he possibly want to do? When you're that rich, what else do you need? I, I don't know, cause he, cause here, here's my problem with Jeff Bezos, really, honestly, cause I still use Amazon. I just, mm-hmm. I just gave them, oh, I, I just gave Amazon him seven Prime bucks, so much, yeah. right? But, but, but my problem with Jeff Bezos is, is that I, I don't, I ain't one of these people that expect him to, to, uh, to save the world. Like people, are like, why doesn't he just spend a trillion dollars in? But I think he's trash, because he. He don't even look out for the people that work at Amazon. You know what I mean? Right. The lowest level Amazon yeah. employees are complaining. He could, he could drop a billion right now and be like, you know what? Everybody that work for Amazon is good. You fully covered health, whatever. And it ain't gonna, it, he wouldn't even feel it. Right. But he's nickel and diamond just trying to get yeah, the most money he can. That's so crazy to me. That he, like when the pandemic first started, how he like, um and, and his employees had that's like, true. I never had like a strike. That. And he shared a thing where he, he wanted you to donate to the employee fund. You know what I mean? Like a fund for his employees. He wanted to right. share. It's like, motherfucker, you could just fill it up. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, like, why don't, you take, why don't you take that your people? That should be his family. Yeah, I his mean. His second family should be his company. That would be like if I was, that would be like if, if you were a billionaire, you know what I mean? And your and you're, and you're driver starving or yeah. something. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. Could, would you sit, how could you sit there and let that happen? Yeah. The same people that make you rich. Yeah, it, I never it, thought about that's that. That's weird to me. And, it, and it's like, that's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the population of the country. But I will say, the only thing I will say in defense, people are like, oh, he doesn't donate. He does donate, just not as much as people want him to. Well, donate, donate. I mean, every rich person donate. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, because tax write-offs and shit. It's tax write-offs, but it's also like, it's, it assuages some of the guilt because deep mm-hmm. down, you know, like, you know, because I feel this too and I'm not, I'm not even any successful enough to even be thinking like this, but I feel it to some extent because every time I'm feeling some kind of luxurious, you know, I, like deep down somewhere is a little whisper. It's like someone's suffering somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if you're, especially like if you're in America and you're doing well here, you know that that, that that's that's at the expense of someone else. Like, you know, it's like you you got to feel that in your spirit just a little bit. Just a or little t- or I don't know if it's at the expense, but you know that. If you gave up your luxury, someone else could have a normal life. Right. I, I, I mean, I mean, capital, because 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 the, the lie here is that the is that if you work hard, you'll do well, mm-hmm. and and that's nonsense. Because the, 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 to me, that's not the point. Because that's not we we live in a capitalist system. That's not what this is about. It's about you making sure that you benefit the most from your hard work. Not you just because the motherfuckers that work harder than me and you put together and they're going to die poor. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like but it's about making sure you are the one that gets the most out of your work. And then you hit another level where you get the most out of other people's work. Right. You know, and, and that's what that's what Jeff Bezos is. It's like he's someone that like he just takes off your, the wealth your labor creates. And, and it's mm-hmm. fine. But it's like that's got to make you feel bad a little bit. So you donate and then you, right. don't, then you don't think about it. You, you know, it's like that, I mean, that's what I would do, I think. 
I'll, yeah. give, I'll give a little back. I think people just want him to be another Bill Gates. People are mad that he's not Bill Gates because Bill Gates donate is plans to donate like ninety percent of his money. No, or I'm not like mad. That. That he, I'm not mad that he's not Bill. I'm, I'm not mad that he's not a good person. I'm mad that he's allowed to be a trillionaire. <laughs> that you know what I mean? Because because I feel like that's you know I tried to make this into a bit, but it's too complex. At, you know, or I haven't like, or too bro- bro- serious. Bro- broken. No, it's not too serious, but it's like I haven't broken it down yet, in a way. But 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 basically, it's just that, like m- like money money hasn't always existed, right? Mm-hmm. But but the but the mo- the money itself is the liar because it 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 obscures the relationship between between goods and services and, and wealth, right? So it's like it's like before there was money, you would have to give me something of value and I gave you something of value, like mm-hmm. barter, trade, yeah, trade, right? And so it's like, you know, it's like it's like if it's like if I gave you five chickens, you know, then you would, you know, fix my roof mm-hmm. or whatever. And and that and that was you know, so a roof repair was worth five chickens. It's like that's what it was. And then somebody invented money and was like, no, a ch- you know, a chicken is a dollar, mm-hmm. and a roof prepares five dollars. Right. You know, and 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 it kind of and it puts this blur between it, and so it's like, I mean, imagine imagine if 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 Jeff if the if we abolish money and Jeff Bezos had to convert all his money into food, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 there's people starving, and he's got a whole warehouse full of turkeys and a whole warehouse right. full he's, of rotting and chickens. He's just keeping them. Right. And it's like yeah. there's something. Because you can't, you can't really blame him. I mean, he's successful in the system that we that right. we have, but 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 the fact that the system even allows such a thing is kind of crazy. Yeah. Because the because the economy is in shambles. People are mass evictions are right around the corner. Right, it's going to be the biggest homeless crisis we've had in, in my lifetime, and he's getting richer somehow. Yeah. He's richer and, than he's ever been. And there's that argument. And then the only other argument is, well, that's America. You don't like it, go to Russia. Right. Go but, to China. Yeah, but, the, but it's the same problem there. Corruption is the problem everywhere, right? right? And it's it's ex- exploitation and corruption. And I don't know what the solution is. War, the total collapse of civilization, maybe an alien enemy. Or I say we just stop pretending like we just stop pretending and just let him be emperor. <laughs> just let him be emperor of the earth. Like, like, stop acting like it's some kind of thing where, like, you too could be Jeff Bezos. No, you can't. Unlikely. He's going to make sure of that. No. <laughs> yeah, if you start to rise to be Jeff Bezos, he'll buy you. No, it's, yeah, it's not an extra trillion laying around. Like, why would he let you get the other trillion when he can get it? You know? It's, he's got to be at the point now where he's got everything. Oh, and then some. He's, he's got everything gotta, he wants. That's what I'm saying. He must be so bored with life. What is what do you think his goals are? I don't know, man. I, I feel like because another thing, another reason he makes me, another reason if he fuck with me is because he too, he too, he too fucking happy. He's too, he too comfortable. It's like, wouldn't you be stressed out if you had like because it's a lonely life, right? Ain't no other trillionaires. Everyone to wants to. something from you. Everybody wants something from you. You have no honest interactions with people. You have everything you need. There's nothing you can buy to bring you any satisfaction. I wonder if he made a secret identity just for fun, because uh, you know he could make ten if he bro, wanted to. You, you know he's on some, like you know he's he's got some dark, some dark uh, proclivities, bro. Like just he, because he can, or why? I think just because 
okay, so I'm I'm gonna compare this to the military again, right? Mm-hmm. But for the longest for <clears throat> like the reason why m- Marines and people p- people that deal in death or mm-hmm. deal or around death, the reason they have such dark senses of humor is because it's one, it's a coping thing, right? But also it's because you spend so much time, intimate time, with the same people that you know, once you you run out of the the mundane real quick, you run out of the ordinary real quick. Like once you know each other's life stories and where you from and the shit you've been through, once you know all of that, and now you have, you know, eleven more months of twelve hours a day with just you and that person, it's gonna eventually you gonna have to move into something that ain't ordinary. You going <laughs> so then you start telling dead baby jokes and racist mm-hmm. jokes and you know what I mean. And then it gets right. to like even darker. You have to shit. entertain yourself. Well, it's just that you become immune to the satisfaction of normal shit, right? And so I think when you at his level, I'm just imagining now mm-hmm. when you've bought everything, you've done every ride, you've rented out Disneyland and rode every ride a hundred mm-hmm. times. Now you got now you have to start moving in the darker, weirder shit for you to get any kind of feeling that you're doing something new. I yeah. get, listen, I guarantee you if they did a sting on on all of Jeff Bezos' mansions at once, they would find um, you know, dead people in the basement or like people chained <laughs> up weird. with their skin peeled off or something. Yeah, just he's doing some real dark shit for his own entertainment. Bro. That's interesting. That's yeah. a good but this is how conspiracy theories start. He don't have Amazon Prime. He's not entertained. <laughs> he by, is Amazon Prime. He, he's not entertained by regular TV. No. I mean, what you're saying logically makes complete sense. Right. There's no evidence for this. But yeah, this is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. No. I'm, again, I'm not saying Mr. I'm Mr. Bezos. I'm not saying that I've seen <laughs> these dead <laughs> hookers in your basement. But no, it makes complete come sense. On. He's doing some freaky shit. He's jacking off with sand. Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At my bookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live. Sports all season long. Rejoice. The NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code THERAPY and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code THERAPY, that's T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. It's not that you. It's not just that you've done any done everything, everything normal, but it's also that the the rules don't apply to you. Mm-hmm. You don't. When you have Jeff Bezos money, you don't need a passport. Right. No. You fly from your. You fly from a private airfield to another private airfield, and no. And ain't nobody gonna stop you from doing shit. Yeah. No. What do you? You gonna land in Saudi Arabia? They gonna, be, they gonna chase you down? You, I'm friends with the king. I'm on my way to to the palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No one's fucking with you. Yeah, you could literally. You could. I, I bet you, Jeff Bezos could go to uh, uh, what's that place where they real strict? 
Um, North Korea? No, no, no. Where they cane the guy. Singapore, is it? I caned the guy. Yeah, uh, remember, remember they, they caught a guy doing graffiti or something? Oh, could have been. They caught yeah, an American doing Saudi graffiti. Arabia? No, I think it was. Singapore? Singapore, yeah. Okay. I think they caught a guy doing graffiti. Like, this is the early 2000s, and they beat the shit out of it. Like, like, I think we were trying to stop him from getting the Singapore punishment for uh-huh. that, but he got that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like they're real, real proved that. It's like Jeff Bezos could go there and beat his dick in the middle of the street and nothing would happen to him. <laughs> because he would just fly away or yeah. pay whoever he needed he could, to pay. He, yeah, he could literally, he could, he, could, he could stop in Thailand and kidnap somebody. You know what I mean? And put it on Instagram. No one would give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? You going to arrest Jeff Bezos? How? How? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'd send in the, the military, but... What military? United States military. But he could, he could pay his own military. He could pay them. He could buy them off. No, you, you, if if he actually publicly committed a serious crime, the United States would arrest him, just no, like they did Epstein. No, eventually, they would, no, they would not. No, you don't think so? You think he's invincible? I, I think because you have to understand those forces that you're talking about the, the FBI, the CIA, you know, the the uh, homeless kid, those people are under orders. Right. Right. And he could corrupt the you're So all Jeff Bezos has gotta get to one motherfucker. He don't gotta get to nobody else. He don't even gotta pay the soldiers. All he gotta do is get one attorney general. You're right, but look at Epstein. He eventually got he that was he was the equivalent of that. And then I, he I eventually like got busted. Jeff Bezos and Donald Trump got beef. You know they don't like each other. I didn't know that. Yeah, Makes well, sense though. Well Donald Trump hates Jeff Bezos. Right. No, ain't nothing happened to that boy. Ain't no, ain't no cases being investigated. Ain't nothing being opened up against that motherfucker. It's yeah. not, it can't happen. He, he's too powerful. He, he, I mean, did, did you ever see the list? Because this, this is what fucked my head up. The, uh, you know, whenever every election cycle, whatever, they come out and they go, senators and shit are all bought and paid for. And I seen a list one time, and it was, it was like $10,000 or something. Like, you would think they were, they were giving senators and congressmen, like, Hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like no, it's like ten thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. That's all it right, is. Right, but it all adds up. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it, all the donations add up. But I just mean for them to vote your way in the bill, it's like uh-huh. you don't got to donate that much. No, yeah. And it's like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos can buy the whole Senate for the next hundred years. Yeah. So it's like you, it's nothing you can do, bro. He could really, he could literally do whatever he wants. It's That's, like, and 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 I'm not. Am I afraid of that? I, I don't know. He would have already done some shit. He's already done some shit. Yeah. He's doing some shit right now. <laughs> yeah, he's doing some shit right now. And the only reason it ain't public is probably just because, you know, he doesn't want it to be public. Well, isn't it public that he didn't pay taxes or something? That Amazon didn't have to pay oh, any yeah, taxes? But, that, but that's, that's, the, that's the crime of every uber-rich person. They go, right. they find every kind of way not to, not to, you know, not to pay their share, which is crazy because they complain a lot, you know, about the way the the world is, but then they don't, they don't contribute. Or they say, they claim they love the military and all that shit. And then they don't want to pay their share of taxes. Do you think that Jeff Bezos has stubbed his toe in the last 10 years? Yeah, I'm sure he's, you know, cause he's still human, you know, I'm sure he stubbed his toe, but I'm, but I'm also sure that he probably, he probably bludgeoned a servant to death for like whoever put that stool there or whatever. <laughs> He probably bludgeoned him to death. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I wonder how if the employees around, well, I'm sure everyone around him had to sign on disclosures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or he'll ruin their life so that no one could talk about how he treats anyone. Yep. I bet if you if you get within a thousand feet of that motherfucker, you got to sign an NDA. 
you know? And so you got to really be a motherfucker with nothing. Who is the biggest uh, dick that you've encountered that you want to talk about? The biggest? In, the, like, in show business. In show business? The you know biggest? anyone who's been a giant dickhead? I mean, I'm sure I have, but nothing comes rightly to mind. Um, the biggest dickhead I've encountered. Hmm. Like, okay. I can't think of anybody right off the top of my head. I mean, because nobody, nobody's ever. Like Ellen type shit, you know? I've just heard about it. I haven't really witnessed anything crazy. Yeah, I've never, I haven't come into contact with anybody like that just because I stay away. Like, if you start giving me those vibes, I just get the fuck, like, because, yeah, you know, it's like that at the store sometimes. Like, you get around certain people and. Yeah, for me, it's same here. It's not worth me putting up with a dickhead to get a bone thrown at me. Exactly. Like, so I'd, I'd rather I'd, just I'd not rather take just the bone. Not be around you. Yeah. Because some people need you. Because, and, 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 you know, honestly, too, I don't always blame them directly because, again, we're in a. Because show business specifically is a system designed to make you. It's it like it plays with your mind in a way that that it has that effect on almost everyone where it's like, because you, when you come here, you, you know, everyone comes here and you're nothing. You have nothing. You're poor. You have these big goals. Right. And you think you, and if you don't have a firm grasp on who you are, this place will constantly be telling you who to be, to be successful, mm -hmm. you know, and you, and you get to a point where you be, you become so insecure about whether you're being the right thing. Mm -hmm. And absolutely. And, and, and that's why, if you've noticed, it's like the people that have been in Hollywood the longest, even the people that are cool, they're a little fucking nutty about saying the wrong thing or mm -hmm. optics and image, right? And it's like it, this place makes you that. It's mm -hmm. it's like your whole your whole career is on having good optics and Dude, good. I remember remember good, the Black Lives Matter squares that everyone was posting. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I felt. This weird pressure. I don't know anything about politics or the, like I wouldn't call myself an expert in BLM or any of that. Like obviously <laughs> it's a good thing to end racism, but like I would, you know, I'm not the person you would go to for knowledge on that. But I remember waking up and seeing so many black squares. I'm like, do I have to post a black square right now? <laughs> like if I don't post a black square, are people going to hate me? Like I genuinely had that feeling like yeah. this weird pressure. I'm like, I know I'm not racist, but... Do I have to post this right now? Am I like because I was worried about whatever? Oh, that I don't day, know. <clears throat> that day, well, that that whole weekend, that whole th or that the weekend leading up because that was a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The weekend, the whole weekend leading up to that, and you know, it, so many people called me. So many oh, I remember my, you. I saw some tweet about you saying like, "Don't come to me for like what was it? I don't remember. Some like, don't come to me for don't white people don't come to me asking if." This is okay or something like well, that. Well, right. Yeah. It, it, it was just like no. It's it's like it's okay if you mean it. That because mm -hmm. that's what I was saying. Because because like so many people contacted me to ask me if shit was okay or not okay. Right, right. And I was just like, yo, if you mean what you say, it don't matter. Right. Right. Like you know, people because because the truth is, people gonna jump in your ass regardless, right? Because what happened? Everybody shared those black squares, and then people were like, that's the wrong hashtag. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Now that, you're now you're ruining. Now you're ruining shit. Right. And it's yeah. like it's like, bro, it's always gonna be something. It's always gonna be something like that for people to jump on and go, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, dude, fuck the the internet's not real to me. <laughs> the, no. That's my attitude about it. It's like I share things on there all the time too, but it's like you have to constantly remind yourself not to take that shit seriously. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah. Because my, my thing is, listen, if if somebody set off an EMP at, you know, Facebook or, you know, and, and Instagram disappeared, what would be your proof that you're an activist? <laughs> you know, where, oh, where's the evidence in the right. real world that you actually give a fuck about these things? Like, who cares mm-hmm. what you shared? That's cool to bring awareness, maybe. But if you yeah, it's it, not bad. Yeah, but but you, you just remember reading those posts saying, if you don't share this, you're a part of the problem. I'm like, I don't think so. No. I don't think I'm part of I mean, the problem. What did that do? Because yeah. here, here, here's my rule for shit. It's like, listen, if what you're doing, well, one, mean mean what you say. Because it's like, cause like you said, it's like, it's like if you don't share Black Lives Matter, that doesn't mean you hate black people. Mm-hmm. But if you share it, if you share it and don't mean it and don't have some meaningful contribution, then... Your fake, like your fake being involved, is worse than you just being quiet, right? To me, yeah. And so it's no, like, I agree. so it's like, I, I'm always just like, yo, because 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 I deal with this with other causes and shit. So I'm like, I always ask myself, like, is what I'm doing positively mm. affecting the group of people that I'm claiming to support? You know what I mean? Whether it be like LGBTQ shit or uh, you know, starving children in Venezuela or earthquake victims or whatever. It's like, if is is what I'm doing actually having a po- direct, like straight from me to them, mm-hmm. positive impact? And most of the time, posting a black square, no, I would say most of the time it isn't. I mean, yeah. that was supposed to be some kind of solidarity thing. But but I'm gonna be honest with you. I guarantee you that shit was thought up by a white person at a in, <laughs> by a white like, could, definitely corporate person that was like, you know what we'll do. Cause, cause, cause that's what happens every time there's some racial shit here, right? It's like mm-hmm. somebody with power, a white person with power, is like, I know what they need, and they do some shit that we weren't asking for, you know, so they can feel like they've done some shit, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, like, like the whole taking down statues. Who gives a fuck about a statue? <laughs> Leave right. up every statue. And, yeah, and the people taking down the statues are white people. Well, right, or but, a lot of white people. Well, people yeah. were like defund the police, and they were like, we'll take down these statues, you know, and people were like. It's like they. It's like that happens every single time. There's some major racial mm-hmm. uprising. It's just like black people are asking for something specific, and then they do some some like some gesture that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I don't give a fuck if if, the, if every if they replace all the palm trees in L.A. with Confederate statues. If they fucking took a billion dollars out of the LAPD budget and put it into like neighborhood service, because that's what I want. You know, it's like. Bro, I just read some shit where it's like they have like the sheriff, the LA sheriff, LA County sheriffs have like gangs within the sheriff's department. You what know do what I mean? mean? No. What yeah, where mean? it's like they so um someone, one of the sheriffs killed someone, and then a whistleblower, this happened in 2019. So this was before George Floyd and all of that. And and a whistleblower was like, Yeah, that that killing was part of his initiation so he could get the tattoo. So he could be in this. Oh, there's like there's like clicks within oh, the oh, LA like, County Sheriff like Department. Racist clicks where they like kill a black. I don't know guy. if they're really. I don't or know if they're necessarily someone. racist. Like I don't know if uh, they are racist, but I don't know if that is the point of their organization, like white supremacy. Got it. I think it's just that they are. They're like the mafia, right? You know, it's like. But I mean, you for sure would think like a police officer's first kill, they probably go in the office the next day and people are like, yeah, man, congratulations. For, like, <laughs> I mean, that's it, how the it, military. It depends on what, what department you in, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because some people don't recover from that shit. Some people kill somebody and it fucks them up for the rest of their life. Oh, yeah, I could only imagine. Yeah, it's like, because I, th- I think so many people think it's going to be like video games, bro. Because I've seen people, bro, 
because I, I was in the Marine Corps, but I wasn't a grunt. You know, I wasn't a frontline soldier or whatever. I was a technician. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like, we still have to train and all of this. And I seen people break down crying at the rifle range. You know Just I mean? from shooting a gun? Just from shooting a gun. In at the a, Marines? Yeah. At wow. a man's side, because you're shooting at him. It's like the silhouette of a man. Right. The only reason that surprises me is because you signed up for that shit. Right, but but I like think, I would understand if they took a hundred people from you know and just said, "Hey, you have to shoot a gun at this target." I would understand some of them crying, yeah. but if you're signing up to be a marine, you think you'd be a handle shooting a rifle at a yeah, but some but, 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 but one two things one people, you know, not everyone shot a weapon before. Most mm-hmm. people haven't, mm-hmm. right? And then two. I think a lot of people, not just people that sign up, but people that don't sign up, a lot of people assume that if you, when you join, that you'll transform into something, that like you'll transform into like what they picture a marine to be, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like it doesn't make you into anything. It reveals what you are already. It's like if you a pussy and you sign up for the Marine Corps, <laughs> you're still a pussy. You, you're gonna you're gonna just be a pussy with a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't. It's not gonna make you tough. You know what I mean? It'll probably make you more tough. I think, no. What, what it is is it'll reveal exactly how tough you are and in what ways. Right. But it's not going to make you a bad motherfucker. You, mm-hmm. There's no bad motherfucker course. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's people that can teach you how to act like it, you know, but deep down at your core when the shit, when bullets are flying, that's who you are. You yeah. know, and it's... And, 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 and again, I've seen some people fucking like the, like just the idea of it. Just the idea of it, and they can't take it. They break down. I'm right. done. I'm done, sir. I want to quit. I'm, I'm out. And what happens when they do that? Um. Well, actually, that guy, the guy that was in my platoon, he 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 made it through. Like they, because they, they're not allowed to. Because you know that's a lot. Of, a, a lot of it's like they're not technically allowed to like pressure you, and then but they do. They have sure, to. of course, right? Because right, there's no hazing, but there's hazing. Exactly. It's yeah. like that's to me most of the military is that it's learning how to massage your way around the rules and regulations to get what you need done. Mm-hmm. Cuz the mission is you what matters. The, the rules don't matter. The mission is what matters. Right? Th- that's what they do. It's like they the the rules are only there to fuck you if you somebody that needs to be fucked. And that's it. It's completely at someone's discretion, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whether you get fucked over or not, you know? It's like I've seen people I've seen people pop on piss tests, like like pop hot for drugs, and get kicked out, right? And then I've and I've also seen people that do drugs on purpose so they can get kicked out and they make them stay in. Damn, you know what I mean? It's like it's like the the, the rules are oh, I didn't so. Even think about that. That would be a great way to get kicked out of the military. Oh yeah, I, there's weed. people that try to get. They want to get kicked out, and there's some people like you know what, motherfucker. I got something for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd get a what a dishonorable discharge if you got caught doing drugs in, in the de- military. If they discharged you from it, for it depends. It? it depends. It's like again, it's all of it is that there's no because like there's no mandatory sentencing. I went to a military high school, and a lot of the people it was it was ninth grade through junior college. Wow. And there was so there was a lot of people, seniors in high school, jun- even juniors in high school, who were in the army and the marines while they were going to school there. Oh, they would shit. be in either the reserves or or whatever the ROTC stuff like so that. So they go to boot camp over the summer. They would go to boot camp and then, or they had already, yeah, they had already done boot camp and then they come back wow. and they're in school at my school. And or there were people who were on contract to right when they finished school they would go stuff like that. But there was one guy who was getting, he was in the army uh, reserves, I believe. 
the one where you have to do uh, two weeks a year or t- uh, two weeks, yeah, two weeks a year, one weekend a month. Okay, That's yeah. reserves, right? Yeah, yeah, reserves. And he uh, he was getting called to Kuwait, I believe. He had to leave the school to go to Kuwait because it was during uh, the war in Iraq. Yeah, and he jumped off of a tree and broke his arm on purpose so that he wouldn't have to go. Wow. How I was like, this guy's crazy, but not crazy, but also. He probably shouldn't have signed up for the military, it sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're if you're gonna jump off, if you're scared to go to war or won't go to war that yeah. bad, why'd you sign up? And my grandma used to say everybody wanted me Jesus and nobody wanted that. You know? It's like every, people want that reputation. They want to mm-hmm. be able to walk around and go, I'm this, I'm that, you know, but they don't want to actually go through what it t- take to be that. Right. Know? Yeah, and it wasn't yeah, much. It wasn't much, honestly. Honestly, to me, most of it is just you being able to be miserable for extended periods of time. Yeah. If you can't do that, you can't be a Marine. I, know yeah, if, I, I can't what, speak for the other branches. A lot of Marines say the hardest part about basic is the sleep deprivation. Um, Isn't that one of the hardest parts? Yeah, I guess, yeah. That's what was the hardest part for you? I, this, um, or the PT? The hardest part for me was that th- there were some problems where it was no solution. You know what I mean? Because again, like I told you, she have to make on sense purpose, to me. On purpose, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like, and maybe this is maybe that's part of like the psychological training or whatever. But it's like you you constantly get put in situations where you're where you're wrong no matter which choice you make. Mm. You know what I mean? You're fucked either way, and so you. <laughs> it, it's that's like, life, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you just and you just get so used to. Just dealing with it, and I think it's part of just preparing. Dude, you it's like this podcast studio. I was telling you how I'm getting kicked out at the end of the lease. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, I'm I paid my bills on time. I didn't. I'm fucked either way. Uh, Maybe they watch your podcast. <laughs> Maybe they like this guy's a fucking asshole. But they should be like, whatever. He could pay us to be an asshole. Doesn't matter, That's right? What I do yeah. Yeah. If I, I mean, I was gonna say. If someone, if I was renting out my office space and someone was making some terrible podcast, I'd be like, sure, pay me. But yeah, I guess it, 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 it is really weird bad. though in the middle of the pandemic because I f- I feel like all these office spaces are suffering, bro. That's what I thought. But then again, I thought that too. So in my head, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to find a new office. But you know what? They're probably cheaper now. Look it up. They're not. They're still the prices are the same. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. LA's fucking evil, bro. <laughs> the, the rent should be dropping like it should people, be dropping. People are moving out of LA left and right. That's what I mean. I've no. Like I feel like half the people we know have moved uh, out of LA. Are gone, yeah. yeah. So Did Derek and Assange just leave? They just left yesterday, or, they, or this week, earlier. And where they went back to San Diego? Where'd they go? They went back to their homes. Their homes, yeah. Yeah. So they're just planning on being gone until shit gets back to normal. I assume, right? I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't really ask about the long term plans, but they'll be back. You know. Yeah, yeah. Shit. But that's a lot of people have done that. So you would think right yeah. now, pe- property owners would be like, "Well, I guess I'm going to drop the rates really low, try to fill this shit up." Yeah, but th- for now. But think about that. I think they're afraid to do that because they're afraid it's going to backfire. Oh, that they're just going to get shitty people. Think about it. Say you got thirty units in your building and the rent is a th- is a thousand dollars a piece, mm-hmm. right? And then you drop it to seven hundred to fill up the rest of the units, right? But nobody moves in. Now the now the ten people you got left, you know. Oh, they're going to move out to get the seven to. Get a right. cheaper place. Oh, right. I mean, true. that's what I'm gonna do. Let because my rent didn't go down at all. My rent didn't change at all. It didn't yeah, go up either. Neither did mine. And my lease was up, so now we month to month. And they usually they raise it. They, now they was smart enough not to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the first time in my whole life they didn't raise it that my rent didn't get raised. That's good. When I, my lease was up, 
and, but it's still, it feels like it should go down, you know? You would think, my landlord gave us one free month of rent. Really? Yeah, it was really cool. So that you didn't move out? Uh, I wasn't threatening to move out or anything, but um, she just said, hey, uh, like right when the whole shit hit the fan, COVID st- stuff happened, she goes, hey, this month we're going to wave. Wow. Yeah. See, that's a real one right there. Mm-hmm. That's a real one. Pretty cool. But yeah. I, have, I live in a six-unit building where she knows all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, but does she live in it too? No. Uh, but see, but still, though, like most people would have just – because see, what my, what my landlord did was, you know what they said to us? Nothing. Right. They just waited to see who was going to say they didn't have the money. You know oh, but I mean? then when I didn't pay rent for four months, which I'm allowed to do. Right. Uh, she did call me. She didn't say you have to pay the rent or anything, but she goes, you know, you don't have to pay the rent. Uh, you're not doing anything wrong. But just so you know, when you pay the rent, you're going to owe us this much money. And she like, you know, scared me into paying the rent. So I was like, <laughs> well, all right, it's all true. Right. It's yeah, true. Yeah, no, like, no, you don't she was. Yeah, yeah. Because, bro, like I told you, I think I, we just, we didn't pay a half a month's rent. And then, and then when the, and then we, and then we, we kept paying, we paid the rest on time after that. But then when 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 it when they thought that the moratorium was going to be over, they we got a letter saying, "Hey, so now your rent's going to go up a hundred dollars just to pay off that half a month." Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't even imagine the people that are backed up four months. Imagine taking four months of your rent and then and then breaking that up over twelve months and then and then adding that to your monthly rent. So your rent's going to go up four or five hundred dollars. Right. For I mean, actually, for us that would have been. I think. $800. That's a lot. But I think they're not even supposed to do that. I think what's supposed to happen is once we... Let's pretend like we didn't pay rent this whole time. Once shit's back to normal, we're supposed to have a certain amount of time to pay the amount we owe. If that makes sense. Like As long as we could still pay the normal rent, they're not supposed to be able to evict you or do anything unless a certain amount of time passes and you haven't paid. Yeah, but, what, yeah. but, but what's that amount of time? I, th- I think I think actually I think what the city gave you was six months. Oh really? Well, I think it's it, it was initially, but now it's changed even more. Bro, I'm it's confusing. You, it's it's fucked. I think most people when this happens, especially the people who haven't paid in five months, when the landlord, even if they have a good deal on rent, when they owe five months of rent, they're just gonna be like, I'm out, and they're just gonna move out, and everyone's gonna be fucked. Yeah, what? No, that money's just not gonna get paid. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, because I feel I I think I blame the government for that because. That's the time where you need like national leadership to be like because because honestly what it really is is that is that wh- who needed to be on board was were the major banks. The major what, what what should they have done? Well, well one remember when we bailed them out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember when yeah, now they almost turn. collapsed the world economy yeah. and we bailed, but it's like be, because the truth is is like the tenant owes the landlord and the landlord can't let you slide cuz they owe the bank yeah. the mortgage, right? At least that's what a lot of them claim. Even though a lot of these big motherfuckers don't have mortgages anymore, you know, or they're oh yeah, well, if, or they're they're like giant corporate. It's not like the, their income, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But my, my point is just, my point is just what they need. But a to, lot of people, that is the case, right? Yeah. My point is, Congress needed to pull in the heads of the major banks and be like, you know, we need y'all to put a pause on these mm-hmm. mortgages so that these people. Don't go after the tenant because it's impossible. But it's also it's easy to say, say that in retrospect, but no one knew how long this was gonna be. No, dude, I was yeah. saying, look, go on my go on my uh, on my Instagram. I'm saying it right when this shit started, <laughs> right when the moratorium. I was saying mm-hmm. that, like, wait a minute, they need to 
Pause. Yeah, or maybe it's on my podcast. But my point is, mm-hmm. is that yeah, they need because it was it was obvious to me. It was like okay, if you're saying there's a moratorium for even for two three months, it, even then, I, I think initially it was three months. Mm-hmm. You and you're t- also saying people can't go to work, right? But you need a pause. But you're also saying they don't they don't have to pay that rent, but they're gonna owe all that rent when it's over. But it's like so. So they're still expected to have the money that they definitely don't have because they weren't working. It's like you're expected to have that three months worth of money, even though you weren't allowed to work for them three months. So it's it's weird. It, it's weird to not for the politicians to not have seen that coming. That that it had to be that 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 was going to be the case. Yeah, you know, and yeah, and it's like they're so afraid. Again, they're afraid. They're afraid of these super rich people. It's like, because that's what they needed to do is bring them in and go, because I saw a brilliant, a guy had a brilliant idea. He was like, just just make it so that these, however long the pandemic lasts, those months don't count. And you move them to the end of the mortgage. You know, so it's like, for, if it takes six months, you take that six months, add it on to the mortgage. That makes sense. Right? And then you do the same thing with the leases. So now your lease is now extended, extended six months. You don't owe none of that rent for that time, and then their mortgage is, is extended six months, and they don't owe any mortgage for that but time. But now, if that was the case, don't you think a lot of people would just sign up for leases, live for free, then the lease would get moved? Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, but who cares? Yeah. But I know, I know, I also know that it wouldn't be this wave of homelessness coming, because it's coming. Yeah, like, something, shit's like, going to hit the fan. Bro, I'm telling you, like... Parts of parts of LA is already insane. Parts of LA are going to turn into more Skid Row. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, it's, Skid Row is going to double. Well, I mean, honestly, a lot of homeless people are dying from coronavirus, so there's room. But not a lot. But a lot of people, but also not that many people. You know what I mean? You don't think so? It's, it's, been, it's like six percent. Six percent of what? Isn't it? Or what's the death rate of coronavirus? It's less than six percent. It's really small. So it's like I'm sure thousands of people are dying, but. There's millions of homeless people. But when people. you say really small, compared to what? Compared to how many homeless people there are. Uh, not saying it's okay that they're dying. I'm just saying it's not like it's going to create, oh, there's a well, homeless people is good because they're all dying. The Most of them are not dying. But aren't we up to like a thousand or more people a day? Uh, I think as a, a thousand or more maybe in the country, not a, right, right. Not homeless a th- people. A thousand yeah. or more deaths per day in the country. I think it's right. more than that, right? At the That's peak it was. That's yeah. like cuz cuz the deaths are like in the hundreds of thousands, right? Uh, it, yeah, I think it's close to 200,000. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's like I mean, I don't know, let's say just because I don't want to do the quick math, but let's mm-hmm. just say that's a 1,000 people a day since the pandemic yeah, yeah. started. That's like I, okay, I put it like this. Imagine if there were if there was like a if a Jeff Bezos death squad just murdering a thousand people a day. Listen, obviously a thousand <laughs> people is a lot, but I'm just saying when you take how many people die normally a day and how many people there are in the country, it sounds like a lot. But when you actually take the numbers and the data, it's not a lot. It's not a high percentage. It's a very minuscule percentage. So, you, of so people. you're saying? Compa- you remember, there's 400 million plus people in America. So you're saying you're saying that compared to the amount of people that normally die, the amount of people that are dying 
during this pandemic is not a lot. In my opinion, it's not a lot. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's with, still sad. I'm not saying like those deaths are nothing. Who cares? It's dead people. I'm not like an insensitive prick. I'm just saying it's easy to make something sound worse than it is. If you go, oh, 100 people, I don't know how many people die of shark attacks a year, but you go, 1,000 people die of shark attacks a year. No, but I think it's a lot, but it's really not a lot. But you, but you know what, though? I, I, I don't know if. I don't know if that's a fair assessment of the situation just because because this comes from me this comes from me working security for all this time for so much of me doing comedy being a door guy and mm-hmm. a bouncer and all that. and it's like and I and I'll never forget always getting into arguments with the servers because I was just standing around you know, and they would say something because you're standing around, right? Well, they, no, because because they, they felt like they, oh, like they worked way harder. They, they work harder than right, you because right. you're just standing there. But then the mm-hmm. moment a motherfucker run out the door with with their money or without paying a the tab, they want me to chase the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Or they mm-hmm. want me to stop him, right? And it's like it's like it's like insurance. It's like yeah, it feels like you're, it's a waste of money because most of the time nothing's happening. It, it's so it's, it's it's sort of like it's like all the things. Because all these people are dying despite, you know, all the things that we're doing. I mean, can mm-hmm. you imagine? If, like, look what's happening in Mexico. They're about to get out of control down there. Because their dude is like, fuck masks. <laughs> go to go to restaurant. Go have fun. Go, like, they ain't doing nothing down there. Brazil, they ain't doing That's shit. That's me. That's my attitude. Well, yeah, but it's like, but it's like it's, it's going to get... Because, because you got to also understand, like, a lot of the deaths... A lot of, the, a lot of people that would die... Haven't died right because, because of the, all the productive measures because yeah. a lot because the whole reason was to not for it to not spread but for it to not spread as fast right so we wouldn't overwhelm the hospitals mm-hmm. down there they 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 about to it's about to get real fucking bad you know what I mean because they're in they're in the beginning and it's it's already bad you know so it could I, be yeah yeah I mean and, and you know I, I just because I'm sort of I sort of agree with you to some degree that. It feels like what we doing don't doesn't really matter, but that's just because we didn't fully commit to it. See, what we fucked up at was opening back up early. Like that first that first opening back up, I, I, I and, and I said this back then too. You can't put that genie back in the bottle because 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 everybody and I'm, I'm I'm assuming correct me if I'm wrong. Even you, at the very beginning, you were like, "Let's fucking do this. Lockdown. I'm locked down. I'm in the house." If I'm being honest, no, you and me, I was anti the okay, whole time. Okay, but most yeah. people were. Yeah, most people, most people were, were yeah. like, "I'm taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm buying up toilet paper. Yeah. I'm staying in the fucking yeah. house. Let's do this." And I think people would have been down for a little longer if, if we had stayed locked down. It would have been about now where people were like, "I'm over this." But because they tried to, they tried to sneak back open a little bit and kept. They kept saying. Well, the problem is there's so many. The problem is people don't agree, and no one, no one really knows, and people don't agree. So while there were a lot of people who were like, "Yeah, I'm down to stay inside and do it," there were a lot of people who were, "This is bullshit. I want us to reopen no. my business." There was a lot of people no, see, like that. Not in L.A. See, I disagree. I don't think the problem is that. Uh, I think I think all those things you said are a symptom of the problem. The real problem is that politicians are in charge, and they care about. Again, optics and how things look and mm-hmm. how things seem, and it's like the guy, the, the what's Gavin Newsom, this fucking dumbass dude. Like, like the we need someone in charge that doesn't give a fuck if they get reelected, right? You know, what I mean? that's because that's really what it is. It's like the the reason that's, that's part of it. The reason yeah. there's all this confusing information 
And yeah, it's like very they because I'll put it to you like this. Dr. Fauci has been the head of infectious disease since before me and you was born. Mm -hmm. Our entire lives. Right. We never heard of this nigga. Right. Right. And now his opinions are coming. I mean, think about all right. the things. Bird flu, swine flu, mm -hmm. what was it? H1N1, right? Uh, that's, yeah, no, that's, no one that's knows bird because flu. it's never, we never needed to know. Exactly. Yeah. And now shit's controversial because these politicians, because, because Donald Trump left it up to the states. All these individual politicians are, are playing politics. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like they they want cr they want credit for saving us from coronavirus without the negative shit of ruining their states' economies because mm -hmm. it's going to cost them an election. But it's like right. those are necessary. Things. I think that is part of the problem. But even for example, California, when we were all shut down, there was you go down to Huntington Beach, there was protests. Right in the middle of it. When every when LA yeah. people were locked up in their apartments, you go down Huntington Beach, bars were open, people were on the streets, picket signs, <laughs> we need to open, you know. Well, so yeah, it's like yeah. it's gonna always be that. It's yeah. And then of you know, I, I don't even want to get into this topic too much because it's so political and both of us are is it are we've comics. done we've done this before. Remember nineteen uh, eighteen? What was nineteen eighteen? The, the Spanish flu. Oh right, it happened. It happened then, when but we, it wasn't. I don't think it was as crazy as I wasn't around. But I no, I, I don't think it was, well, I wasn't around. Yeah, yeah, but, neither of us but, around. But but they nothing. hit it. The, the, back then, they just acted like it wasn't happening. Right. Yeah, and it, in fact, it started here. They called it the Spanish flu because by the time, because every country, it started in on a base in America. Mm -hmm. And it spread through because we were at war. It spread through the trenches and all of that shit. And by the time. It got all the way around the world. Spain was the first country to to tell the truth. <laughs> and so it got called the Spanish flu, even though it started here. But it was like, it was the same thing. Politicians. Politicians right. thinking, trying to decide what made them What's look What's worth it? What isn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was like, I don't think that, I don't trust the government. Because that's, that's really going to be the fallout of all of this. People are going to die. People are still dying. Whatever. It's like, I don't try to tell people what to do with their with their life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But But... The fallout of all of this is that people have even less trust in the government. Definitely, there could literally be, there could be, there could be a comet, a, 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 a asteroid headed for Earth right now, and that shit would get politicized. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's this issue. I couldn't believe when it became this like right versus left issue. I'm like, this is because you because you know what's so crazy is because you know I have friends in various other countries and stuff like that, and it's not it's not political at all anywhere else. Except only for here, here. only he, only here, and in Mexico. Is, is it political that that I know of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I like believe it. everywhere else. It's they're not, unified. I mean, I mean, there's they're people more unified. No, no, no. I mean, there's people that think that think it's bullshit mm -hmm. in everywhere. Right. But it's not. It's not like a right wing left wing thing. It's like some people just think it's bullshit and some people don't. But here it's right down. It's right down the line. Right. Where it's like, and even me, who's kind of a this is bullshit kind of guy. I'm, it's not like I'm running around coughing on people. I still walk <laughs> around, wear my mask, and follow the things that people want me to follow. I got, I get tested. I do all the things. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not like trying to ruin it for everyone. And I think most people would be the same thing. Yeah, would feel the but, same. But way. also, also, it's like a lot of it don't make sense because because that, that's that's also why why people don't think it's bullshit. Is because it's like because it's like what we're doing right now. We're allowed to do this. Mm -hmm. But if we if we go stand in the stairwell, now we're breaking the law without our mask on, mm -hmm. right? I see. I walk by. I see people. Oh yeah, there's I see people constant at, contradictions. Yeah, people sitting in the restaurant. My parents are, you know, constantly berating me. Oh, you know, of why it's important to wear a mask. Do this, and then they go play pickleball with their friends. 
yeah. and they go play tennis with their friends. I'm like, you realize you're doing the same thing. You're just in your heads because you have the opinion that masks are important. What you're doing is okay, but it's not because all the people that you're interacting with, you don't know who they've interacted with. You don't know. Yeah. So a lot, well, I noticed that a lot. A lot of people who are very outspoken about wear a mask, how important it is, they're just as bad as the look, rest I of them. I just, I wear a mask when I think I'm going to be around strangers mm-hmm. because I've seen people get their ass beat over this. You know what I mean? I've seen a motherfucker cough in the store and, and get punched in the face. Really? Yeah. You saw that in real life? I've seen that in real life. Where? I don't know, bro, because I, li- I live in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know what's out there. I'm, I suspect that, it, is there an Armenian mafia? I assume there is, but I don't know. There's got to be someone that calls think, himself I think the I Armenian live in a mafia. weird intersection of where there's Armenian and Russian and Jewish, like, organized. Controversy? No, but it's just it's just rough people that are like, you know, it, it's one of those neighborhoods that's like mid-gentrification, where it's mm-hmm. like, it used to be a rough neighborhood. A Trader Joe's just opened up three <laughs> blocks up the street, so, yeah. but still certain people still living around there, and it's motherfuckers that's like, you know, that don't give a fuck. Just like they, and they'll walk up in the liquor store, you know, swole, tattooed, no mask, and somebody be like, yo, put your motherfucking mask yeah. on. And it's like, yo, who you talking to? <laughs> you know, and I've, I've seen it happen three times since the pandemic started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening. You know, and, yeah. and so I just don't want no shit from people. Because don't get me wrong, when it first started, I was terrified because, you know, I don't want, there was just no, no information about the right. virus. and. And that's when they thought it it was prevalently spread on surfaces, and you know, and I was just like, uh, you know, but but now it's like, but I realize like I have I have roommates that have regular jobs, mm-hmm. and they leave the house every day and handle money and deal with people and face to face, and I don't know what the fuck they're doing, you know what I mean? Or they come in or they sneeze, and it's like I can't sit in here angry about this every day, yeah. I, you know, I can't make them go through a decontamination. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we just we all we do our best. We like we're not like you said we're not trying to spread the virus. I, I try to be responsible. I wear the mask, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm when I leave the house, and that's all you can really do. I wear it in an Uber. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. It's all. All we could do is our best. Yeah. I mean, um, I think some people should have to wear them shits even outside the pandemic. Now, were you extra angry about all this happening because I feel like shit was kind of popping off for you, comedy wise, right before the pandemic. You're on, you know, you're I mean, on, about yeah, to be on a show. You're, there's things yeah, happening. I mean, so were you like, "Fuck," or are you like, "Ah, it'll be back when it's back"? No, I mean, when it first happened, I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Fuck, this is bullshit. But yeah. that's happened to me so many times. <laughs> yeah, that's a welcome to Hollywood. Everything, bro. I mean, that's just another lesson about out here. It's like, nothing's happening till it's happening. And nothing's or till it's already happened. Nothing's happening really till it's already happened. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's like, happening. I've even shot shit that nothing yeah, happened. I know yeah. people that, bro. I know people that have filmed a whole season and it didn't get aired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you can't, nothing, you can't. Or half a season. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, and it's not something that happened to me. Because mm-hmm. that's usually right. what it is. Usually right, right, right. it's something that's happening to me. Yeah, but it happened to everyone. But that yeah, it's happening right. to the whole world. It's like, yeah. I'll, I'll be good because I'm funny. <laughs> like, I, I always remind myself of that where it's like, I think, as far as the entertainment industry is going, this is going to elevate the people that are talented. The people that are, no, no I won't say that because because look, two kinds of people make it here: it's the people that are really talented, and the people that are that have no shame, right? And 
like those are the people that excel here. It's mm-hmm. people that will do anything to succeed and people that are genuinely talented. And it used to be that you could also succeed if you were some combination of the two. But now those people in the middle are fucking gone. It's the people that have no shame that'll do absolutely anything mm-hmm. and people that are really talented that will survive all of this, I think. At least I have to be optimistic. Well, why do you think that? Because I think that as stuff starts to come back around, um, the big the studios and whatnot will want things that they think are sure bets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so they they want people that are willing to do what they'll what they would want to do, and they but they also want shit they haven't seen because they want shit you haven't seen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean I, this is just my little theory. Yeah, yeah, and and <clears throat> it'll be. I think it'll be, uh, you know, a slow start type of thing. So yeah, there'll really? be less. No, you think no. they're gonna go crazy because they've been hor- they haven't done anything? You think? Yeah, they're like buy, we're, buy, buy? we're we're literally running out of TV. We're running out of things. Because everything, everything, you know, nothing's being has been been being filmed. Mm-hmm. So I think the moment the moment they can film shit again, th- th- not everybody. Some of them are going to play it safe, but those they're going to disappear. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I hope you're right. That'd be cool. Yeah, when I'm telling you, when it's all said and done, I, I think the it's going to be one or two of the streaming services are, are going to be what's left, and it's going that's going to be the beginning of a new mm-hmm. thing. It ain't going to be all of that network shit. That's a wrap. I really, I really believe. I mean, I it, believe that it I was already, it was already wrapping up. Yeah, and now this just expedited. That shit is a wrap. The only thing keeping that shit, keeping that afloat, really is sports. You know, which I have and no idea what that's about. Like why the NFL and the NBA keep signing. Oh, because these. they're getting offered lump, giant sums of money to do that. That's oh, right. Why. Yeah, yeah. And, and advertisers are paying. Yeah, but but I, I, if, if, if the moment the the NBA and the NFL leave, it already kind of have. They have apps now. You can sign up for NBA Live or, or whatever on the app, and you can watch every game mm-hmm. live. Yeah, it's so just it's a, their own. You know, it's another thing you have to buy. So it's fifteen, whatever it is, twenty, forty see, bucks. I wish the NFL would do that. I think they did too. No, there's no NFL pass they, live. They have a pass, but it's not live. You gotta watch. Oh, after um, the fact, I, or I forget what it was, but the pricing was all fucking weird, so they didn't step on the advertising issues. Right, right. But it's like that's the thing. Once they make it readily available on on a streaming platform, it's yeah. over. Well, I mean, the NFL, the NFL and the NBA could sign a deal and have their own platform. Yeah, that's what they should do. Yeah, I mean, imagine who 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 wouldn't pay? Who wouldn't buy that? Any sports fan is buying that package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be twenty five dollars a month, and people will be like, "What?" And I can watch any basketball or football game forever. It could be twenty five dollars a month with ads. I mean, look at pay per view UFC fights. Yep. Yeah, that's twenty five dollars a fight. <laughs> Not as more than or that. More, or depend on the fight. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, people are watch. Yeah, I watch sports with ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, the games are designed around commercial breaks, like the timeouts and all that stuff. Right. So, I mean, what would they do anyway? Yeah, it's true. But yeah, people will pay that for sure. Is there anything in your life that I could help you with? You have any issues in your life? Are you good? Are you happy? You can, oh, is that what this is? What you? That's this is an advice it. podcast. It could be. I'm sorry, but we've been talking about. Bullshit. No, I never told you that coming in. Yeah. I surprised um, you. No, no. Is there anything you could help me with? Um. Yeah. Uh, like honestly. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in your life? You got any issues? Everyone's got issues, but is there any issues you want to talk about? Uh, self-care. I struggle with self-care. Like health-wise? No, um, more like just mental, mental-wise. You know, just like you get down on yourself. Um, well, just value, just valuing myself 
enough to because I because I when all when all this kicked off, I was like, I'm going to make a commitment to myself to treat myself like Well, you lost a lot of weight, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um but you know, but but weight isn't really a sign of health, really. But it's enough like you had the willpower and the mindset to be like, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to look good. Yeah, but that, but that was just because my doctor was like, you're going to die. If you don't. <laughs> oh, Dude. really? Yeah. So he said, damn. She's like, yeah, you, you, do you want diabetes? You want to have like full-blown diabetes? She's like, you want to have full-blown diabetes? And I was like, no. She was like, then you need to... Get your life in order. <laughs> right. But, but, um, but even that, still, I could probably do more there. Sure, everyone can. But, um, but I think it's just a me- like mental health-wise, just like... I, I told myself I would treat myself like someone that I care about, you know, because I take care of a lot of people, or I, or I, I won't say that I care for a lot of people. What do you think you do that? How do you think you treat yourself poorly? I think that I, um, I think that I probably, uh, I, ber- I probably berate myself too harshly about little mistakes and stuff you know yeah like things that i would forgive other people for mm-hmm. yeah because i'm super forgiving but i, I mean i'm i also hold grudges <laughs> i think everyone's guilty of some of that uh yeah it's tough to say but i mean part of, you know part of berating yourself is probably what makes you so funny and so great at things as well so there's that fine line because you don't want to forgive yourself too much because then yeah. you're going to be a piece of shit yeah that's true so yeah. it's like you got to take the good with the bad i think as long as you're braiding yourself and you're not suicidal and miserable and unhappy all the time, it's probably okay to, no, to braid yourself I a little bit. Suicide. I mean, I've thought about, like, see, <clears throat> the the main reason I can't do suicide is just because there isn't really an affordable way to do it. What do you mean? That's I mean, not saying you should kill yourself, no, but if you really wanted to. No, just, no, no, no. I'm saying I. I had certain stipulations where it's like, it's got to be something I can afford. It's got to be something that is guaranteed to work. It's got to be something that is, doesn't, is painless. And it's got to be something that isn't messy. Oh, my God. Uh, you know? And so jump off a bridge. That, that's not uh, guaranteed to work. But chances are pretty high. I jump out of an airplane with no parachute. And that's very messy. That is messy. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, shoot yourself. That's messy. Uh, just buy a shitload of really high quality drugs. That that could be painful, and that's not guaranteed to work. Oh, if you dosed, if you shot yourself up with enough heroin, you're dying painlessly. Really? Hell yeah, you're dying in bliss. Seems like a lot of steps. You got to find a heroin dealer, give him a hundred bucks, whatever the amount is. Hmm. But that might hurt. Actually, no, actually, the best way I found well, what I found was um, in my darkest moment, I Googled, and Google won't tell you. If you Google how, how what's the best how way to commit suicide, uh-huh. it'll just give you the suicide hotline number. Oh, that's that's probably good that it does that. But um, but you can go a few pages deep. Yeah, I was going to say, you could probably find a message board where there's a discussion <laughs> yeah, on this. Yeah, you can read go like thread. 4, 4chan or something. Yeah, yeah, 4chan, Reddit thread. And somebody told me it, it was, uh, and I don't know why I never thought of this, but it was like, uh, it's inert gas. Oh, that makes sense. That because your body's your body's response to breathe, like your your panic to breathe, is not from a lack of oxygen, but from a buildup of carbon dioxide. So, as long as you're breathing in, as long as you're breathing out carbon um, dioxide, 
it doesn't matter if you're breathing. So then you'll just fall asleep. Yep. You'll just oh, so that's why people do that thing in the garage. Exactly. With the car. Exactly. Ah, okay. Yeah, that'd be a good way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's but not I don't know a good way. Get, I don't know what to get. I mean, I guess maybe that would be kind of. Oh, I have a one car garage. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what? If I put my car in there and yeah, close the door, one, it would be perfect one of those, for that one shit. These modern day low emission joints, man. Oh, we'd have to get an old car. You had to get. You had to go get you. A, Probably get a car like that for fifteen hundred bucks. You a Buick? They could just turn on. <laughs> even get an old car like that, real cheap. Yeah, but that'd be a lot of actually, steps. Actually, and you a lot probably of work. do it for free. You could take a you could take it for a test drive and just not come back. Yeah, who cares? You're gonna die anyway. Yeah, and then you kind of leave. Wait a minute, but don't you need a criminal. garage? You gotta have a house. I have a, an apartment with one car garage. Yeah, but who would let you do that? Who would let you die in their in their garage? Yeah, you'd have to like break into someone's one car garage. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of steps. It's too much work. It's a lot. Yeah, at that point, by the time you're finally in the garage in the car, you'd be like. Ugh, I'm gonna go home and go to sleep. <laughs> See, that's why a lot of people come. Um, at least this is something I've heard. A lot of people, the most dangerous time is when they first get on antidepressants, right? It's because if because at first you're so depressed because you know depression makes you not want to do shit. So mm-hmm. at first you're so depressed that even though you want to die, you don't have the motivation to do it. And then when you first get on the antidepressants, you get just enough motivation to do Whoa, it oh weird and but not quite enough not depressed out of the pit so it's like that's that, so weird. that first you know month or two is like the that most dangerous time yeah and you're like because the antidepressants take a long time to fully go into effect you're probably like these aren't working in your head yeah or some people go these aren't working and they just stop taking them and some of them you can't just do that you can't just mm-hmm. stop taking them yeah right. you'll fuck yourself up yeah yeah, it's fucking weird shit. Man, this took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, I got really what, what, What's the um, name of this podcast? Unlicensed Therapy. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to play a couple calls from other people or voicemails, and they want our advice on things. This is from Steve right. Humphreys. Hi, how are you doing? I, um, I've been drinking a lot lately, and uh, I wake up, and I can't remember what happened the night before. And uh, I keep telling myself that I'm not going to do this ever again. And mm. it just keeps happening. And I'm, I've tried to stop. And I just I just really don't know how to begin. And uh, I just wanted to see if you could give me some advice. There's a good one. Oh, damn, that was, damn, that was, like, I could hear the pain in his voice, man. He sounded sad. He sounded like he knew he had a problem. Like he said, like he said. He's saying, I'm an alcoholic without saying it. He didn't want to say I'm an alcoholic, but that's an alcoholic. said, I keep drinking. I keep waking up after having drank myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. And he said he feels bad about it and then saying he'll never do it again. And he keeps doing it. Damn, I want, did he say how old he was? He didn't say how old he was, but I'd say he sounded 30s or 40s. Yeah. But sometimes, man, you, when you're, real fucked up man and you sound way older but yeah um i think the first step is just to say it say that you're an alcoholic man because that's he didn't say it he did not he say did it. not say it right and in, fa- and in fact i think because because you know what i found is that a lot of times when people are telling you their problems and the thing they're not saying is louder than what they're saying or like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the thing that's being unsaid is the is the thing that is the most prominent in your mind when you listen to them talk. It's mm-hmm. like that's usually where the best place to start. And it's like the fact that he won't say alcoholic is 
um, it's 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 because that's the last barrier. Because like you, it's shit out there for you. Like if alcohol is your problem, it's all kind of shit out there for you. If you just admit that that's what the problem is. You're an alcoholic, and yeah, there's a lot of things to try. There's medicines you could take to make you hate the taste of alcohol. There's twelve step programs, obviously. Yeah, there's online um, Zoom shit. Yeah, there's even real life twelve step. Even during the pandemic, there's real life meetings for twelve. Yeah. There's twelve steps going and, on, and they have um. See the problem though with the twelve step shit be on you know you. Um, I'm not a big proponent of twelve step. Me, we neither. Just because, but it, they're there for you to like, try. It was a lot of religious bullshit. You know? Yeah, yeah. You got to believe in God. Uh, that's one of them, or oh, higher power. Right, right. Um, but, but I'm just saying that's in one avenue that people take. So he can try the twelve steps. It might not be for you, but you can try those. There's, you can go to a doctor and get actual pills that make you really your body will hate the taste of alcohol to a point where it'll. I believe it's pretty effective as long as you remain on the medicine. And then, of course, I don't know. He didn't mention if he was drinking by himself, I don't think, or with others. But if you're around other people that drink, you got to find a new crowd of people, make new friends. Yeah. You can actually go to the doctor and get your blood work taken. And they'll tell you how fucked up your liver is. And like, like you're all your, because I guarantee if you're drinking that much, all your shit is off. All your hormones is off. Your vitamin levels are off. Right. Yeah, you already. It's leading to other shit. Yeah. Obviously, you he must realize that he's probably gained weight. Probably doesn't have a relationship with a woman. Yeah, you you probably have, sh- um, you know, shit leaking into your liver. We're not making you feel good about yourself, I know, but you got to uh, <clears throat> stop drinking, dude. Yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> maybe this makes me a bit of a hypocrite, but it's like you you have to. The struggle is is treating yourself like someone you care about. Yeah. You know, it's like, what would you say to a, to some someone you cared about if they said the same thing to you? You would beg them to go to AA or go to seek help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also be glad your problem isn't something, you know. Even worse. Awful. Heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Prostitutes could be worse things. Yeah. I met a guy who was into financial domination a couple weeks ago. You know Wait what that minute. is? Like, like he gets off on giving people money. Like literally that makes him sexually aroused. That's his fetish is he likes paying women, like being draining his bank account on women. He makes, you know, 125 grand a year. Wow. Good money, but not like fuck you money right. by any means. And he told me that last week he spent over $5,000 on just giving money away. To, to get himself off. $5,000? Yeah. Let me do these calculations. So it's like, you know, you can't have, it's not a good financial decision to, to do that, obviously. Damn, dude. That's, $5,000 in a week is almost, it's $260,000. You can't afford that. That's what I mean. You can't afford it. But so at least you don't have that because then you're going to be homeless. Yeah, or at least, at least men go to a poor country he was telling me he was going to get a second job oh my God. to pay people. See, that, that's something I would be, it would be hard for me to give that guy advice because that's something I just, I simply can't wrap my head around. And then he gave me his Starbucks login. I'm logged into his Starbucks <laughs> on my phone right now. So you can get I bought Star- myself Starbucks with this guy's money. And he gets off on that. He gets off on it. That's crazy. How crazy is that? So wait a minute. Is the, does the arousal come from like insufficient funds? Like when he, when he I getting think, rejected, I like, think the arousal for him is like being dominated, kind of being someone's bitch. 
Oh, yeah. but f- specifically financially. Financially. Someone going, buy me this shit, bitch. And you're like, yeah. but, but then I'm not have food, money for food. Like, yeah. So what? Yeah, exactly. You're my fucking oh, bitch. Wow. How can he even sustain that? I, I don't. Did, yeah, you, exactly. did you speak to know. this guy directly? No. Mm. It was, uh, basically, I was talking to this girl that was talking to him. Oh, and wow. then I feel bad for It that actually guy. got crazy. He ended up sending me $200. I got kind of wrapped up in a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. It's a good night for me. But the individual withdrawals, I, no man, because I have the opposite effect. I have the opposite effect. Like if, if I woke up and there was money missing from my account that I didn't couldn't account for, I wouldn't be able to get an erection. So I thought the same thing. I thought kind of like how this guy on alcohol would wake up probably the next morning and go, "Fuck, what did I do? I got so drunk again. Why am I doing this?" In my head, the financial domination guy would have the same thing. He'd wake up going, fuck, I gave a girl $2,000 yesterday. I'm a fucking dumbass. What are you doing? And I asked her to ask him that, and he said, no, he woke up thankful for the night, and he wanted to do it again. So, so, it so she, so, so it's she, fucked up. Shit. So she ain't even touching his, his penis? No. He'd never had sex. They've never had sex. I, I just I just can't. It's hard to it's hard to wrap your head around. I, I can't I it's can't hard. even no. It's I, it's this thing where I'm like I don't understand how you become that way. How you, that's what he's into, but that's what he's into. I'm like, if you're giving a girl two thousand dollars, she at least should be touching your body. But it's because me and you want a girl to touch our bodies. This guy doesn't want that. He doesn't want it. He wants her to own him, and he wants to be her little bitch. That's what he wants. It's wow. weird, right? Wow. Wow. It's fucking weird. Okay, we'll I, take one more call. What does he look like? I saw a picture of him. He's like chubby, bald guy, uh, little dick. Wow. I saw a picture of his naked body. Well, I guess better that than, uh, than the, uh, the the Golden State Killer. You know what I mean? Better to be better to be that than be a serial killer rapist. Right. If he was a handsome guy, he'd be wasting that sweet, handsome guy body right. yeah. on women who wanted him. That's true. Okay, this is from Brandon Berg. Hi, I wanted to know your thoughts on a problem I've been having. I'm 30 years old. I just moved back to my hometown Sounds after living in Peru. 30. I've changed quite a bit. I used to be very unpleasant and very angry. Unfortunately, most of the people only remember that. Um, they don't know or understand how... I could have changed after living abroad. My question is, how do I get them to see the new person that I've become? Thank you. That's an interesting one. I don't believe him. Which part don't you believe? That he's a changed person. I mean, who says living abroad? Who says that? <laughs> he sounded a little douchey. Because he just sounds... He sounded like a douchebag. Right. He sounds... Like, can you just hear the sweater tied around his neck? Uh, no, I noticed the, that the, as well. I noticed that well. And, uh, yeah, and, what, and he didn't mention one way of how he was bad and how he was better either. He just goes, I wasn't... People didn't like me before, but they can't see how I've changed. How have you changed? Why wouldn't you mention... You know what I mean? Right. There was, he left out a lot of details. He sounded douchey. But let's say, take him at his word... And he has changed. Let's just say that. I'll okay. take you at his word. You're a better guy now. Uh, make new friends that don't know the old you. That's what I would say. I was like, if you were shitty to a bunch of old people that don't like you, uh, you know, you could make your amends. You can call and apologize. See if anyone 
want to give you another chance. But if they don't, which it sounds like they don't, mm. uh, you got to go out there and, and make new people with this new you. But also, you know, he, he, the thing is, you don't get to decide whether you've changed. <laughs> you don't, like, because you're saying, you're saying, how can I get them to see that I'm a different person? Be a better person. You don't have to tell people that you're a different person. You know what I mean? You just keep because that's 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 why I'm having a hard time here is because it's like your your actions show people that you're a better person. You don't get to just say it. Right. You don't get to just declare it. Right. Oh, because you were a better person in Thailand, <laughs> or you were. Be, you yeah. Were what about going abroad made you a better person? Your self reflection. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like you 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 don't get to be the measure of how good of a person you are. It's how you treat people and how they respond to to your actions. So. My 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 guess would be, you know, because it's it's almost like you want you want the recognition for having improved on your own. But you know, it's it's sort of like in the way that someone's like, you know, look, I stopped beating my wife. Why don't I get credit for that? You know, and it's like, yeah, you you know, maybe like not being an asshole. Would you want them to throw you a party? Because <laughs> you're not an asshole anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's and true. that's and that's just according to you, because because I because I feel like. I've run into people before that have genuinely changed positively. And it's, and it's, it's, and you notice right away. You know what I mean? And, and, and I always remark on it like, wow, like what happened in your life? Cause I, cause I can, you can see it, you can feel it in their, on their, in their presence. Mm -hmm. So for you, the fact that you haven't acknowledged it, it I mean, it kind of sounds like you, to me, you sound almost like a, like a, like a sociopath that has learned a new, character right like and, if you've really changed then you wouldn't you wouldn't blame someone for not giving you another chance you know you'd be like i understand i was a dick to that person and right. they don't want to be friends with me now so hopefully i'll just not have that happen to me again in the future yeah that's how you would you're that's to me where my mind would go it wouldn't be like i gotta convince these people that don't like me to like me again like why yeah, they don't owe you that, man. Yeah, yeah, and and also, I mean, and maybe maybe try to make amends for whatever you right. did. Apologize. Yeah, but sometimes people just they're just Write done with you. Whatever yeah. you did, they don't give a fuck how it's much not, you it changed. Could have been un, could have been unforgivable. I mean, you don't even want to talk about it. it sounds like he yeah. didn't bring it up. What he did, or go the fuck back abroad where <laughs> where they see and where they think you're yeah. a good person. Yeah, yeah, go away. Yeah. That's true. All right, uh, anything you want to plug? No, on my podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. BS with Brian Simpson, available on iTunes? Everywhere, yeah, iTunes. Everywhere. Do you do video or just audio? Just audio. Audio, okay, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Yeah. BS with Brian, he's very funny, performs all over town, even, you've done a few of the outdoor shows. I've done a couple. Yeah, done a couple, yeah. check him out. Uh, Instagram. Yep, Instagram, Instagram, BS Comedian, Twitter, BS Comedian. BS Comedian. Uh, thanks for doing the podcast, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, We'll man. see you guys next week. God bless. You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Unlicensed, Unlicensed. Unlicensed. Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis Ari Manis